Welcome to the whitest house. Slave souls haunt the halls when the light is out. They suck the blood of your power and don't break their mouth. The last gas of a world that is dying out. Welcome to the whitest house. Where every room is a tomb that they lie about. Where you can put your filthy feet on the finest couch. And for the right amount, you can even buy it out. Essence of your entire political identity. You might be a white supremacist. Welcome. <laughs> you holding it? Uh, this is the sunflower episode of uh, of this week in white supremacy. No, the the flowers were coming into the spring or or, or whatever the summertime summertime episode. You know what I mean? Um, welcome to this week in white supremacy. Um, you know we're 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 down a man today. You know, uh, trouble NLS is uh you know, on vacation and, you know, handling his business. Uh, so shout out to him. But we are here, you know, um, I'm Jasiri X. I'm the co-founder and CEO of One Hood Media. And next to me... The waffle-colored wonder twin, you know, a man like Saeed <laughs> with the shades and the silky. You get me out here with it today. And we are joined by my illustrious co-host, my, my wonder twin in the pantheon of Jones. <laughs> The twin who wouldn't be in the heights, you know what I mean? It's me, it's your girl. <laughs> 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 Just a regular bag. <laughs> you right, right. You represent the little chocolate drop. Just a chocolate drop. You know, her representing all the background black people. You know, because right. you're too dark to be in the front. Um, yes, yeah, your girl is a miracle. <laughs> What's popping? Hope you're having a great, a great day. This <laughs> lovely Wednesday. You know, damn, yeah. So I mean, so I mean, let, let, let's get into that. I don't know if we can pull up that um, that video uh, from the root, John, um, and, and kind of play that first minute to just because I think that kind of lays out the um, um, the, the 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 root of people's problems um, with you know uh, in the heights, you know, uh, Lynn Manuel. Um, Lynn Miranda, man, well, whatever the brother's name is, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just call him Lynn. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, can we pull that video up? Yeah, let's 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 run this real quick. Are we are we having some technical difficulties? Um, you got it, uh, John. Congratulations oh, on In the Heights. It was a lovely musical, but as a black woman of Cuban descent, specifically from New York City, it would be remiss of me to not acknowledge the fact that most of your principal actors were light-skinned or white-passing Latinx people. So with that, what are your thoughts on the lack of black Latinx people represented in your film? Yeah, I mean, I think that that was something uh, we talked about and... Um, and I needed to be and, and say, and say, with those dark skinned people, tried to get the people who were best for those roles, and that specifically. And we saw a lot of people, people like Daphne or Dasha. But I hear you on, um, you know, trying to fill so those cast members with darker skin. I think that's that's I think that's a a a, a really good conversation to have. Something that we should be all be talking about. You could have you could have avoided the conversation by just doing it. <laughs> right, like just having the actors there in the first place, we could, then we wouldn't have to have the conversation. I mean, he would rather we'll talk apologize about it. after the fact. Like, yeah, you know, why didn't we have more black people in? Let's talk about it. Maybe the sequel. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great Maybe. topic. Right. What a documentary a, or something. You're on to something there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, like, oh yeah. 
like <laughs> no se, no say que pasó aquí like I, I don't know what happened here like you know what I mean <laughs> for all, all the Spanish speaking people there you go you know maybe I'll be in the high maybe I'll be in there like Miracle said what 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 happened um what, what do you what do you see happen Miracle well I mean he did say he did later on say that like, oh, hey, didn't you see the those background dancers? <laughs> where are my background singers? <laughs> didn't uh, you see those? Remember that scene where we had 500 dancers? Didn't you see those five black people <laughs> scattered about <laughs> that scene? And, and, and shout out to, you know, uh, Miss Leon. But also, you know, Anytime you hear, but as a black woman, you know, yeah, you're you and yes is in trouble. Like you about to get you about to get hit with some flames, but as a black right. woman, oh shit. Um play miracle. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> as a black woman, speaking for myself, because I'm not Afro-Latina, I would say that the problem, like, first of all, this critique was raised over six months ago. Um when in the heights was first um the, the commercials and trailers were first put out so the right. fact that they did not take this critique seriously to have a more um succinct empathetic answer is very problematic number one number two i think the one of the first couple episodes i talked about how it really is very important to know like which black friends are your friends and which black people you have around you specifically for moments like this because we based on a play the play has been more has had more diverse casting in the musical so that's number one so there are people uh, of darker hue um who could have fulfilled these roles number two when you're talking about an actual place, Washington Heights is an actual, factual place. Mm-hmm. MCV actually had like an In the Heights, you know, reality TV show for those of us, you know, who are a little bit older and watch, you know, like MTV documentaries back then. So this is an actual factual place where there are real people. So what they could have done was said, you know what, this is a story of like my friend or like my cousin and his day in Washington Heights. And that would have been a, a better promotional material, but instead of like, this right. is a representative thing. And when you talk about you're going to be representative, people expect representation. Right. And they failed. And I just think also, again, it goes to the fact that like, we keep clamoring for these white spaces. We keep clamoring for this white appreciation and these white dollars. And that comes at the expense of whitewashing our art and our right. work. And if we're not going to be truthful and honest about that we're going to keep getting these um things i'm more concerned about rita because rita rita didn't give a damn what you had to say rita who was famous because she wore brown faced rita who i just i did not know that i learned twitter taught me twitter learned me something today she mm-hmm. is famous because she did brown face and her the original West Side Story, and that's how she yep. got her start. So she of all people need to be more hypersensitive and aware about colorism. She said, in, "No, in it's Manamri Moreno. She's and brown. Her, her name is Brown. So it's like Moreno means brown. So that's why she thought she'd get away with that shit." Well, so for those that didn't see, you know, Rita was on Stephen Colbert's show. And not to talk about In the Heights, but to talk about a documentary about her life. But she was, she swerved all the way out of, she was like, hey, 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 stop the talk. We're going to talk about In the Heights. Leave my man alone. <laughs> like, like, she rolled for, uh, but let's let's see what she said. She's defending her friend. 
he, there's been some criticism for the lack of uh, Afro-Latino people in in the Heights, uh, yeah. the, the the movie adaptation of his of his play. I mean, it's like what, you do you, what do you never, make of that? You can never do right, it seems. This is the man who literally. The darkies just want so much. And you could have cast him. It's better. It's better. I mean, I, I would love to say I did, but I couldn't. Lin Manuel has done that really single-handedly, and I'm thrilled to pieces. And I'm proud that he produced uh, my documentary. And so, are you saying that while you may understand where people's uh, come on through, try to save her, misplaced and criticizing him in this? Well, I'm simply saying, can't you just wait a while and leave it it's alone? Bad. Shut the fuck up! Puerto Rico, who are also from uh, Guatemala. She's like, I'm simply saying, shut the hell up! And who are also fair. She's, we are all colors in Puerto Rico. I know, but by your little problem, this is how it is. And I just. It would be so nice if they hadn't come up with that and left it alone. Who is they? I mean, that's- You, the dark skin. <laughs> Those dark skin people. The dark skin the You are the, 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 the president and CEO. <laughs> Of one, the one hood dark skin of life, and we be and we be out here. We be out here. You know, no, I mean, somebody I'm gonna send you a, a, a request for a raise of the, <laughs> of the dark skin. I did their reparational payment. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, and but that was the thing. But it was interesting because her comments came after Lynn himself went on Apologies. Twitter and, and 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 wrote an apology. This is a little bit. I'll, I'll read his apology. I started writing The Heights because I didn't feel seen. And over the past 20 years, all I wanted for us all to be, what I wanted for all of us is to feel seen. I'm seeing the discussion around Afro-Latino representation in our film this weekend. And it's clear that many of our dark-skinned Afro-Latino community don't feel sufficiently represented within it, particularly among the leading roles. I can hear the hurt and frustration over colorism, of feeling still unseen in the feedback. I hear that without sufficient dark-skinned Afro-Latino representation, the work fails. What? Without oh, sufficient. sufficient. Yes. He said the work feels um, extractive of the community. We wanted so much to represent with pride and joy. And trying to paint a mosaic of this community, we fell short. I'm truly sorry. I'm learning from the feedback. I thank you for raising it. And I'm listening. I'm trying to hold space for both the incredible pride in the movie we made and to be accountable to our shortcomings Thanks for your honest feedback. I promise to do better in my future projects. And I've dedicated, um, and I'm dedicated to the learning and evolving we all have to do to make sure we're honoring our diverse and vibrant community. CM Prey, uh, LMM. So like, what do y'all think about- I'm dedicated the to the learning we all have to do. It's the, one is a good apology, but it's quite, <laughs> it's a lot of deflection um, in there. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to say, I fucked up. Like that, three words. Just that's I it. fucked up. My bad. If you Own don't it. cuss, my bad. And just, like, just move on. <laughs> it's like, like my nigga, it's saying? like, you know, you you from the Heights, right? You grew up in Washington Heights. Like my nigga, you grew up with people that look like who you were supposed to be representing. Like, it, it, did he grow not, up in the, in the Heights? I thought he did. Maybe I'm okay. wrong. I don't know. But I mean, either way, it's just like if you in Washington Heights, you're going to see black people. Right. This is that simple. You're going right. to cut it like, you know, that, that was as much as I love Friends. Right. Friends is one of my favorite TV shows ever, even though it was hijacked. Right. Or it, it hijacked and living cut or uh, living single. But like the thing that had me tight about Friends, is like you, de you depicting a New York City with no black people. Yeah. Seinfeld. Like. 
Seinfeld too. It's like where where are you in New York to avoid these people? Right? You can't go three blocks without running into somebody that's got a little bit of pigment in them someplace. Right. So right. Uh, you know, and for them to be like, oh, offer these apologies after the fact. You were creating a movie intentionally without black people. So it's like you could have sprinkled somebody in there someplace. I mean, but well, now. they did. They did in those huge, those three huge dance numbers that had about 100 people. Yeah, they I guess. Four or five I dancers guess. in there. You know. and, that, that, and that's what they consider representation. But I, I think it goes to what Miracle was saying. Like, you know, at the end of the day, this is kind of how when a lot of times when you go into the mainstream, you have to make your art, particularly if you're coming from a cultural perspective, it can't be too black. It can't be, you know, right, too yeah. Latinx. It can't be. You have to water it down and kind of make it palatable to, to, to the broader white America. Um, and, and so I think that's that's what they did with the with the knowledge of like this is how, you know, they get the bag. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Go ahead, Miracle. I was going to say, but you, people have to speak out because erasure is so important because a lot of times um, we don't we didn't even talk about like Afro-Latinx, Afro-Latino, Afro-Hispanic people until a couple of years ago, right? And the reason is why, because what we see on TV, what we see on Telenovas, what we see in our magazines, what we see is what we we depict, right? We don't think about like in Brazil, like black people are being murdered every single day. We don't right. think about what's going on with our black indigenous folks in Mexico and along the borders, because that's not the picture that we see. And so representation is so important. So when we're talking about these, these stories, these pictures, representation becomes the narrative. And then when we talk about like Tyler Perry or, or Kenya Barris, keep talking about this light skin colorism paper back test. Now we're seeing that it's going to be done across genres. So crazy rich Asians, which this this producer and director is the same film. He didn't have dark skinned Asians in his film. When we talk uh, um, about you know now like in the Heights and these other uh, shows that are coming, they don't have dark skinned people. And so right. now we keep having this conversation. Look, we're here. Black people are here. Black disabled people are here. Black fat people are here. But then this then translates to oh, well then everyone has to be light light skin and long hair to be like a person of color or to be like ethnic passing and then that's where all the representation comes from and then once again we're told just to see yourself just be happy and you people just a few more years and you people may be able to see yourselves and then lastly I will say just because a show depicts someone not as a felon or a gangbanger or a drug dealer doesn't mean we have to celebrate it and the fact mm. that you're telling people to ignore colorism because right. we're not seeing people of color be criminals is still problematic and it shows how the floor is the bar the, the bar is the floor it is it's in hades i just think people want more for themselves that's all yeah it, it also reminds me of these things that that kind of had came up remind me of when the brother um the young brother from from when they see us won the award and they kind of you know erased his latinxness in the beginning and mm -hmm. and um, you know it, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, it reminded me of um, so, you know somebody put the gods of Egypt, and it just made me so angry. <laughs> what was it? No, you mean you mean Lord Lord of the Rings in Egypt, or uh, you know Game of Thrones in Egypt? Like man, what that shit the hell? The gods man. of the gods of Egypt? What? Like I, you know? You, you try to tell me Jamie Lannister is a fucking. 
Hey, that's what I'm saying. But we just had you just had you know the 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 woman from Wonder Woman coming out like I'm playing Cleopatra and I really don't care what y'all have anything to say about it. And so I mean it's it's something that happens a lot. You know I was reading a story where it was um, it's an indigenous. Um, um, a Mexican um, actress um, that is that that that's dark skin, and it was a group of fair skinned Mexican actresses that like tried to prevent her from getting a war. Like they were upset because of the roles that she was getting and the prominence that she was getting. So I mean, we see we see this over and over, and like I said, like that that lack of represent. But we're seeing you know uh, Afro Afro Latinx folks uh, um, that are obviously are talented. We see them. And, and, but what, I have one more question for both of y'all, like, because people kind of made the juxtaposition between the casting of in the Heights and the casting of Hamilton. And was kind of like, well, man, when it came to like finding these, like, you know, slave owner roles, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you seem to be able to find like dark skinned black people and that were very talented. They could sing, they could dance. And, you know, those those individuals, you know, led to the tremendous success of, of of Hamilton. How do you how do you juxtapose that with not being able to find people for the heights? Or was it because this was a movie and they felt like they had to white water it down? What do y'all think about that? I mean, in Hollywood, there's always you know that pound of flesh that you have to sacrifice, and unfortunately, dark skin is that pound of flesh. Like if your Broadway play or your 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 on stage play is represented by you know black people and darker people, darker brown and black people, then once you get it to the the silver screen, you're always gonna you know romanize it to make it more palatable, like you said. But there's also a thing to say: it's like it's so much easier to cast black and black and brown people, darker people on the end of the spectrum when it comes to these aggressive and, you know, oppressive roles, you know what I mean? Having black people representing these violent and, like, you know, super aggressive in-your-face roles or something like that, you know what I mean? It's a lot easier to have us in those roles versus something delicate and talented and, you know, joyous. And, you know, that's one thing Miracle always highlights is there's that we don't ever have a celebration of blackness you know, in this jovial sense that's on a silver screen that's really put out there for us to really, you know, patronize. Well, I mean, we do. Actually, we do have a celebration. Um, Don't say it's Tyler Perry. Don't say it's Tyler <laughs> No, Perry. no. Oh, I'm about we to say. Are, we're not. We are about to celebrate a, a brand new federal holiday. You know, Congress. <laughs> why couldn't you just, you know what? See, and this, and this no. is why, and I said this, I said this last reaction. night. I said this last night. Juneteenth is a federal holiday, but critical race theory about to be a federal offense. I mean, they do that in the same breath, the same brushstroke, same brushstroke. This is cool, but that's not. But I guess what you know, what what do you? I mean, because you know, you did have you know, black people were obviously. I mean, is this an extension of like when everybody wore kente cloth and like kneeled down (laughs) for George Floyd? Is this an extension of that? Because I think it passed like unanimously in the Senate. Right. Somebody said federal holiday in exchange for what? what? What do we make of, you know, Juneteenth, you know, finally being recognized? And and, and just to say, like, I think Pennsylvania made it a state holiday last year. Yeah. Um, and it's so it's like, business. right, it's recognized like in Pittsburgh this year, it'll be recognized as a holiday. You know what? What should be? How do we feel about that miracle? 
you know, as a black person, anytime I can take a day of rest, I'm going to be happy for it, <laughs> right? But I mean, who asked for Juneteenth to be a federal holiday when we have the anti-lynching bill, when we have for the Breathe, we have the Breathe Act, for the People Act, when we have all this actual le- legislation that like, impact people's lives, black people's lives? Why do we? How is Juneteenth just like? shoot to the right. front like there was no galvanizing there was nothing behind and this performative aspect that congress does like every single time they refuse to actually give people what they asked for it's ridiculous and i will say it was perfected through obama so this is part of his legacy he's like um yeah, not gonna give you what you want but here's a pro here's a program well, brush, i'm gonna brush my shoulder off want. like <laughs> but here, like, we're about to do a concert in the White House, y'all. Like, you're gonna yep. get that. You're not gonna let me, get. Let me ask you this miracle. We're gonna well, sing did, this out green. Did this come? Did this come so quickly because of how fast Joe Biden signed the anti-Asian hate bill? Yes. Was this kind of? Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Joe, you think that it's a response to that? Yes, because yeah, everybody that's, was, that's, was like. I thought this- we didn't get our black people bill, but you know the Asians got their uh, Asian hate bill, and it was like y'all gotta be careful what you ask for. Y'all wanted a black. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. Be careful. Go celebrate. What you ask for. Yeah. And now we'll get you go eat, go eat these ribs. Go eat these ribs and watermelon, nigga. <laughs> you know, enjoy that. Enjoy the long weekend. It's very problematic because we don't even have a fair wage. We don't, we, we're talking mm-hmm. about like literally firing and banning critical race theory. Like, how are you right. going to explain Juneteenth to people? Like, how are right. you going to explain? You can't have one without the other. Like, how are you going to explain that Texas, a state that actually seceded from the Union twice over slavery, kept Black people enslaved over two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, two months after the Civil War ended, two months after the 13th Amendment was passed? How are you going to explain that to people without critical race theory? That's no what I want to know. You're you're going to say, is, hey, remember them? And uh, so there was some there was some workers that finally like was able to. I mean, I don't know what were they what were they call them indentured workers, servants. indentured servants, yeah. indentured servants or whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going to lie like they lie about everything this is, else. This is no different. This is no different than saying the stork brings babies. You know what I mean? This is this is this is the government's way of saying into the classroom the stork brings babies. So we had Juneteenth because we want to celebrate black people, but not because they were enslaved, not because they were, you know, there was a genocide inflicted upon them, not because we took them from the homeland. It's just, you know what, on the 17th, 18th of June, we're gonna celebrate black people and we're just not gonna talk about why. And 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 but that's such an easy, that's such an easy thing to spoon feed people. And and it's gonna catch on, and it's easy. It's like, oh well, black people got a holiday. What we gotta talk about slavery for? I feel like Juneteenth is gonna get black people arrested. Here's why: I saw a tweet Mm -hmm. that said white people are going to celebrate Juneteenth if they do Cinco de Mayo, and they're gonna be showing up in Kente Falls and Afros. I, I mean, it will. They why won't they? They they colonize everything else. Okay, people will be catching phase on Juneteenth. People <laughs> probably like mad disrespectful. I I don't think we need it. Like I I want are we gonna, are we gonna see something it for upswing? ourselves. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I wanted Juneteenth to be like a black thing and not to be like separatist. But you know how like nobody does Kwanzaa and it's just like a few black people do Kwanzaa. I like that Juneteenth. Like a few black people did Juneteenth. Like you were like. 
Why are these people marching down the street? Right, people right, had no right. idea, right? Now it's going to be everybody's going to be there. Everybody's going to be wearing the red, black, and green. Don't even know what RBG yeah. stands for. Nat, Nat Turner is going to be on like the club flyer, like Nat Turner on the club flyer. Like, we're going to see more blackface from here on out. This this is gonna be the time to get that they're gonna get that black face on for Juneteenth. I'm telling you, I I'm mean, tell, it's I gonna hope, be blackface. It's gonna be I two live crew records getting played. It's I, gonna I be not. all kinds of cultural appropriation. Rachel Dolezal about to have a ball. She's gonna be the most excited. The barbecue, the barbecue is gonna Man. be at her house. Um, and no, Kiki Diallo is gonna be out here cooking everything. I mean, I mean, and I doing hair. Uh, is that her name? And Ke- her, no, her name uh, is a Ke- no, it's in Kichi Diallo. Her name is Rachel. Name is Rachel. Not, you better respect that not, white Nubian queen. On Juneteenth Eve, we are not about to do this. We are not. No. Just to respect on the white Nubian queen's name. I think you make a great point, though, because like like every other holiday becomes commercialized. You know what I'm saying? St. Patrick's Day. A whole bunch of people be wearing green that's not, you know, not Irish. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of people go out and drink. Like you said, Cinco de Mayo, people be putting sombreros on and going and, you know, people use it as as, as, as a... As a, as a and, and then I think in light of the fact that, you know, you have all these bills saying, like, you can't teach the real history. Well, you can't teach history in a way that makes, you know, basically that makes white people uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so you had... You know, there was a bill that came out in Arizona that basically said, you know, teachers who teach critical race theory or teach, you know, race in a way that makes white people uncomfortable, you might get a $5,000 fine. You know what I'm saying? Right here in Pennsylvania, they're talking about, you know, passing a bill and not just for public schools, but also for universities, for any any government funded thing where, you know, you can't make. and, 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 And in the Pennsylvania bill, they put gender and race. You can't make somebody, you know, feel a certain type of way because of their sex or their or their race. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like right now, I mean, literally, you know, you're trying to pass laws to like, you know, make it to where I can't even teach a real history of really what happened because somebody might, uh, you know, be uncomfortable with it. I love it when oppression is like intersectional like that. It's like, yay, <laughs> they've learned so much. Um, but at the end of the day, it's ridiculous because like I just I don't want to call people I don't want to call people's intelligence because I know at the end of the day this is just a, a don't be an ableist miracle. Don't be an ableist. This is just <laughs> a gathering cry to like rally a base. But right. like how are you going to sit there and say that you can't teach a theory in educational settings. We've just had this whole debate about what are we supposed to do with all these Civil War statues and replicas and all type of stuff. And we have literally said, put them in museums, take them to classrooms, teach people, have a discussion. And yet now we're being told we can't even teach people a theory. That isn't even being that possible. so just to touch on what you said, because you're you're right in terms of the, you know, a, a report came out that said Fox News mentioned critical race theory, theory nearly 1,300 times in the past, you know, uh, three months. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you're right in the sense of, you know, a lot of times these right-wing Republicans, like, they throw stuff on the wall. It's like, okay, this is sticking. Let's keep going at this. And let's keep pushing this. And let's keep pushing this. And let's keep pushing this. And it's like, and, and it, to me, it's really a pushback into... 
you know, people talking about white privilege and white supremacy in a very real way. That was one of the, um, you know, the things that the Trump presidency did. Like, it, people started to actually openly talk about white supremacy and white privilege. And so this is a pushback on that. Like, now you can't say somebody's privileged because they're white or privileged because they're male. Now that's, like, illegal a, a, a or against the law. But I do think, you know, inherently it's able to pass because people are not you know, they're not reading this. They're not, you know, they're listening to what somebody is telling them. They don't know where critical race theory is. They don't know the real history of this, their own country. You know what I'm saying? They don't know the real history of slavery. Like, and, and just like you said, so they'll adopt Juneteenth to party and have fun, but don't even want to know about, like they might, oh, you know, I guess you might have watched 12 Years a Slave or Roots. This is actually what, you know, um, 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 Nicole uh, um, Hannah Jones, who who produced the 1619 project, actually said that these white people were saying to her, they were actually telling her they watched Roots, and because they watched Roots, they had an understanding of what slavery was about. This is crazy. Yes, and <laughs> I feel like Roots should be mandatory viewing for Juneteenth. Like you cannot celebrate. Juneteenth. We gonna have a, a watch party. <laughs> we gonna watch Roots. I want to watch party. Mississippi, Bur- Mississippi burning. Rosewood. We gonna watch Rosewood. Rosewood. Django. Like, to me, Django. Django. Like that. No, that's I love no. Django. <laughs> I watch Django every Martin Luther King Day because that's what he would want us to do is watch Django. And I want to see Jamie Foxx killing white people just because that was a Dave Chappelle skit that just ran. You know what I mean? Dave Chappelle going back in time and killing slave masters turned into a Tarantino film. And that was hilarious to me. What it it was, was people saw, what was the one um, um, where where they they killed Hitler? What was that one? The time, oh yeah, the time haters. Oh, oh, you mean Glorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards, yeah, Glorious Bastards. People saw Glorious Bastards and they was like, well, you should, you wouldn't make a movie like that where they rose up against slave masters. He was like, hold my beer, I'm about to make that movie. And he he made that movie. Dang, somebody and, watched and, Roots. Did you all watch who? Roots in school? No. Nah. In school, no. What school did you go to to watch Roots? I wanted to go there. No, the question, this is the question. <laughs> was it an all-black school? Because if you was the only black person in that class and you had to watch Roots. Right, I'm going to say, yeah. Somebody <laughs> get their ass point. kicked. Like, somebody. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this. My freshman year, we watched Amistad and this white kid laugh and he got mashed up. He got mashed I mean, up after you know, class. He yeah, laughed they, at, at, at people getting whipped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they oh, fucked no, him up. Yeah, no, they fucked him up. No, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Shoot, wow. So maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know. Do we do we need to have a watch party miracle all day watch party on on Saturday? For roots, I mean, well, it's gonna be an all black, it's gonna be an all black watch party because it's a boy. No, no, no trolls allowed. We get to see OJ. Um, you know what? No, we're not about to watch Roots because if somebody's gonna say something stupid and then like I'm have to catch charge and I am trying just like to make said, it we, through. We do not want you know to go to jail on Juneteenth, but you know, and it, it's interesting because we're talking about you know Juneteenth, the federal holiday, we're talking about how now schools are making you know, um, the, the actual learning of our history illegal. Um, and then we had, you know, uh, this this article come out about, you know, these these black valedictorians in Mississippi 
Um, and this was, you know, we, we posted it on our, our, our website. People had a lot to say. Um, it said the black students won school honors and then came calls for a recount after two white families claimed a grade calculation error. A Mississippi school added their children as co-valedictorian and co-salutorian. Uh, um, um, what do y'all think? The black hey, girls took AP grand. courses. They took AP courses. Oh, they they had a, no, they did not. <laughs> Why are you? Series <laughs> A trying to set me up, and I have to be like, no. I mean, I just, I just was wondering. No, no. We got, so the Caucasian children did not. And to sit, so the black student or higher ranked had a more rigorous educational course, did more extracurricular extracurricular activities were higher ranked and because of this recount they took the weight away so that these Caucasian children could have this honor it's highly ridiculous they knew it was ridiculous Absolutely. and the only reason they put out multiple statements about it because they got called out on it because they yeah. didn't think anybody was going to care well, I mean you know, go, go ahead for what I want to know is when we're going to have this discourse around the scholastic oppression Olympics that white people have won gold medals in and every single thing, because now it always becomes about a what about me? What about my history? Right. And what about my education? And what about oh, oh, this to strip black children the right to have academic excellence after they took a weighted course, which is a harder course? just shows that we got to stand the double in every single arena and every medium and still just to be truncated and minimized whenever we succeed. If this isn't indicative of the definition and working of white supremacy in the finest ways, in the right. most efficient ways, I don't know what is. And this goes it, back to the, you know, they, they teach in patriotic education now, the 1834 right. project in response to 1619. It's like they colonize in every single thing we do in a thumb and nose technique to minimize our appearance everywhere. Not, not, not only that, and, it, and it's like also, too, it's that, you know, we're told, and this is the thing, like, I, you know, I remember, you know, that was one thing my mother told my mother told me, like, hey, you won't have to work twice as hard, period. And it's like your as a black person in this, and, and that's sad, you know, but it's like, you tell us like, oh, all you have to do is go to school and be the best student you can. And it's like, these girls do that. Like, like the, 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 the thing that you tell us to do, go get an education, be a good student. If you just did that, it will lead to success. And you do that. And guess what? Here comes white mediocrity always coming up. It don't matter you know what I'm saying? Like the how how excellent these young women are. Here's here's white mediocrity right there alongside black excellence. And it, it reminded me of you know the discord. And you you had mentioned uh, um, Barack Obama, who by all accounts, I mean, however you feel about what he did policy wise, you you have you can't you cannot argue that this is the greatest politician of all time. He he is the greatest politician. I mean, the man won presidency of the United States with the name Barack Hussein Obama. That's it. Game over. Mm -hmm. But it was like the thing of like, here's Barack Obama, this like Harvard constitutional scholar lawyer. And he's standing next to like John McCain, who was last in his class at the Naval Academy, who like his claim to fame, he got shot. I mean, you know, no, I'm not going to try to go Trump on him. You know what I'm saying? 
but he was a he was a prisoner of war. Thankfully, he came back. He made it home. You know, he did his due diligence. But it's like it, you know, here, like, like, and for us to get on that stage, we have to be perfect. Michelle had to be perfect. Barack's children had to be perfect. Remember in that president, I don't know if y'all remember this. Remember, like, um, um, what was the vice president woman? Sarah Palin, like one of her children, like, like had a baby out of wedlock. And it wasn't a big deal to these. If, if, could you they, got a, they got a show about it. They got a, they did a show you, on her about that. But what I'm saying, could you imagine if that was one of Barack's daughters? Like how mm-hmm. in sight, like, like people go crazy. Hey, I seen Barack's daughter with a with a with a with a blood yeah. in her hand. He ain't he ain't been president for damn near eight years. And so it just is that like black excellence. Like it's like you tell us to do these things, we do these things, you hate us anyway. You trip us up anyway, you bring us down anyway. And that's what you know, it's all gotta come down. I went through this at my school. Um, We used to do award ceremonies and recognitions. I was top of my class. So the parents petitioned and we actually stopped doing award ceremonies because like me and my siblings kept getting the top honors. And when I was in a private all white school um, as a child. So like, (laughs) like, ridiculous but it like that stuff like happens like all the time and I was very upset because I just like winning and I like trophies because like I didn't do sports and I couldn't do anything else but you know people always feel a type of way when they do see black people succeed which I think is like as soon as we started seeing black people get degrees and get education and start making certain marks we then saw people say oh you don't have to have a job for this right you don't have to have a college degree to do this internship anymore mm. you don't you know i don't think mm. people notice that like oh now you can do this That's facts. program oh now you can do this training program as soon as we so every time we hit those metrics and those marks the the goalposts keep moving and i think it's why right. again we just like i don't want to go i don't want to work hard i don't want to work twice as hard i don't want to do extra stuff i just want to have to and relax and like be okay and i have to work and i think that at some point we really have to divest from whiteness i know it's yeah. hard because we're in this sea, this like sea of white supremacy and this country and culture that's based on whiteness but i really think we have to that di- to di- divest from it and just like, live our lives and stop trying to obtain these things that were never even designed for us in the beginning right. It, it was yeah, so no, fascinating to me. It, it was so fascinating to me when that young sister applied to like, or she got accepted to like what forty schools or something like that, or every Ivy League school. And the vitriol she received that she was taking uh, opportunities away from other students, and who possibly needs to be accepted to this many universities instead of championing something like that, you 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 gonna tear it down. Now this is this is a white student, and this is someone other than black. You 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 build them up, and you know there's gonna be parties, and there's gonna be you know articles written, everything like that. But instead, because it was a black woman. Right. It was a young black, a young black woman, 17, 18 year old child. Really? She got destroyed on Twitter for. Hey, listen, I got into 30 universities. Congratulations. How come we can't applaud that? Because it's like when you successful and black, you got to be like real. You got to swunch your shoulders down and you got. Oh, thank you so much. You can't like flex on him. You can't be. But 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 dumbass Donald Trump can go around and just be a straight up asshole for four years. And like, that's okay. Like that's acceptable for these white men to be like this. But if you're black and successful, you got to be humble. You got to be demure because the minute you, you know, try to flex, it's like, oh, you're arrogant. Oh, you're a bad example. I mean, you know, and I, I know, I know this wasn't, I mean, we just had, you just had two white children like shoot it out with the cops 
with AKs. And one was 14 every, years old. Every quarter. Right. Every right. rule of engagement was placed. Every conduct of battle that you possibly could give somebody yes. was given. And so, yes. And but so Tamir they, Rice couldn't get that. No, but they both were captured alive. But this is my thing. They both were captured alive. A 14-year-old girl who they said she picked up the AK said, I'm about to go Grand Theft Auto on this. You know what I'm saying? She actually was shot, but she was wounded. And a, and a 12-year-old boy, but this is the thing. I haven't seen one picture of nobody's parents. Where, like, like, could you imagine if a 12-year-old black child and a four, no, they're, no, I'm just saying like that. Look, no, they weren't. They were I'm at a school being... for, oh. <laughs> That's why. They were at a school Where for bad parents? children. But this is what I'm saying. Like, if that was some black children, then they would be terrorizing these. How? What? What are you doing? What are you teaching at your own? Remember when the young sister in 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 Columbus was killed by the police? They tried to blame her family for that, her parents for that. You understand? Right. When whenever it's us, you know, you want to. You tried to blame. You know, um, um, uh, uh, um, Trayvon Martin's parents. You tried to blame Tamir Rice's mom for allowing her child to play across the street from her damn house. But these children shot it out with the cops. And we haven't seen that near a parent even have to say, what in the hell are you doing at your home, sir or ma'am? You know what I'm saying? That was just my little rant. I'm I'm sorry. I know that wasn't on the thing, but I just I just got hyped. No, I mean it's but it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's it's relevant because you know this this goes into the same thing. And this is what Miracle said eloquently, divesting from whiteness, right? Like yes. you're we're not going to work harder for you to treat us to be less. We're not no. going to overextend ourselves. Like, you know, for us to appear in these spaces, doubled, tripled, overextended, worked out of our minds have our children murdered in front of us, have our children lynched, have a discourse and an anti-educational theory about how we cannot learn about our history because it's anti-white and still expected to be, oh yeah, let's, let's keep the, let, let's, let's be out here acting yeah. like everything is cool. We can't be represented yeah. in screen. We can't be, you know, why? What incentive do we have yeah, to yeah. be here to, to to play a cog in the wheel of democracy when it works for everybody except for us? At every yeah. at every time we turn the corner, right? We yeah. minimize. Yeah. Why would we want to be a part of this? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's the whole thing. We don't that what, what we're saying is we don't want to be in the heights too. Okay, regardless. <laughs> all right, we reject. We reject your movie and your roles, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. We don't want... So do we want to go into... Do we want to kind of close, wrap it up or do we want to go into um, some more stuff? What y'all want to do? Brothers, you know, we got so much white supremacy to talk about every week. And every week we can sit here and just go to fuck in on, you know, just anything. Miracle, like you you look like you chomping at the bed to say something. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So did y'all want to kind of go into our Karen... Close it up, please, or do you want to kind of please let's talk about the Karen? Please, our, our Karen of the week. Speaking of like the stuff that black people have, to, <laughs> this is what's the name of this episode? Shit, black people have to deal with on yeah, a right, yeah. basis. Um, so I guess our Karen of the week, I watch Roots, a... <laughs> I, I watch you know, I watch Roots in this week of white supremacy. So I know about black time. people. Okay. Yes. But I mean, okay. I think that's what would make Juneteenth like special 
It's like I celebrated Juneteenth before it was a federal holiday. What I'm saying is, let's say, like, can we put in a law like all black people get like a pass for Juneteenth? We get like a we can respond to your racist bullshit in the way we authentically want to and face no repercussions. None. That's what I want for my Juneteenth. So I can, you can let it out. It's almost like, the, it'd be like the Black Purge, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I can let all... <laughs> like yes. that Patrice O'Neill skin. Right. Like, that, like that Patrice right. O'Neill skin. <laughs> I can let it all out, right? On Juneteenth. Wow. And I don't have to get arrested. I don't, you know, I get a pass. You would like to say that, but we forgot our Terry Cruises of the week. We forgot. Who's our Terry Cruises? Those people. No, just in general. That oh. white supremacist and black oh, face yeah. will then also be out here. Did you, did you see, hey, hey, Miracle, are you going to watch the new Hidden Colors documentary? Did you see the cover? You know what? You know what? What the hell show. is going I on? I am about to do this with y'all today. What happened said we're talking one? about the, first of all, it, you know what? Let me, this is going to be here. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let a man who allowed y'all to to denigrate black women by calling us bedwitches, yep. now start around make you even more homophobic Wait, and transphobic by putting on a documentary called Buck Breaking and having the chains be the gay flag. No, no, Oh, I didn't no. see that. No. I'm lost. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm completely lost. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at the video. I, I just happened to be... You know what? No. You're one of your friends. Let's talk about you and all your problematic I don't know. Hey, he on me. I don't know Tariq oh. Nasheed. I've never met the dude. I do not know him. You know what I'm saying? However, I do know a number of black people that have been in hidden colors. Who are radicalized by hidden colors. It's not hidden. But, if no. you go to the library and look at the black history section, all the colors will be there. All the all colors. Of them. No, but all I just happen to, you know, you're not on Twitter for you missed it. I, but I just happened to no. see the the image of this and I was just like what but I missed the pride flag I didn't know the the the, the, so, the yes, pride if you look at the chains the chains oh, are like red God. purple no your Roy G Biv that's what the chains are because he's basically trying to say that um during slavery white people brought homo- homosexuality to to Africa and to black people which is yeah. not the case like sexuality, gender variants have always existed in the world, but that's what. But and for people who aren't aware, trigger warning: buck breaking is when uh, slave owners, slave wives, would rape and sexually assault assault uh, black enslaved men and boys. Um, same gender, opposite gender, sexual assault, and they. Right. It was called buck breaking to basically humiliate uh, black men and boys into submission, like they humiliated uh, black women and girls through sexual violence as well. So yeah. that's what this documentary is about. Yeah, I just, I, that was the only, I was trying to think of, yeah, I was just trying to think, like, what problematic black stuff did I see? You know, week? he has a documentary like queued up. He wants to watch it. As soon as we get off, <laughs> I mean, I watched the first three. Like, I remember, I was like, oh, okay, like, let me watch. My man gave it to me. I was like, oh, let me watch these. I never watched them before, right? And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then yeah. I just felt like, you know, Tariq she kind of faded into the obscurity of the internet. And then I didn't know, like, that he was yeah. still relevant. I mean, you I know, didn't, he, I didn't know, man. He's doing the same thing that he's been doing. 
And it's like I mean, applauded getting, for consistency, I guess. Trying to get attention and I, I you know, getting get you know, trying to get his money. I mean, Tariq Nashi, I mean, you know, he has a history of you no know, dude was a pimp. I mean, and that not to say that you can't Malcolm had that history, you know. Malcolm, you know, of course, you know, redeemed himself and became something a lot more. Tariq is kind of still kind of like, you know, on his on his thing. Also, did want to say, you know, yeah, yeah, shout out to that's hard. I like that. Um you know, we do also, I guess, before we close, we, I do, let's start Karen because, and the reason I was talking about the past, the Juneteenth past, is because, you know, shout out to this black woman in this video, because if it was somebody else, Grace and patience. It, it might have gone patience. down a little bit differently. I'm leaving. Look at those terrible highlights. Fuck you, you okay. fucking black bitch. Okay, that doesn't bother me. Fuck you. Okay, have a good day. Don't, don't get on your horse like a fucking monkey, whore. Get out. Oh, all of them just came out. Jeez. Right, yeah, right, right. Loaded. It, it's, it's See, so I would have fell out. I would when she would have came around. I was I, I thought she would hit me, and now I got a suit. That's what I would have done. That's I wonder what her hairdresser is, but that's just no. me. <laughs> no, I mean, that was but, it's salt. but it is wild. Like you know, you when you when you're like trying to defend yourself from being called racist, and then like two seconds later, like every racial epitaph you know, like comes out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's like we knew you were racist to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. Unfortunately, like we can't say it anymore um, in schools because it's against the law. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean, she's, you know, shout out to whoever that black woman was. She showed great restraint. You know, she showed civility in the face of it's like you're you know, shopping that racial at Ross. tirade. Come on. You're shopping at Ross. Just for less. Just for you less. know what yeah. I mean? Or just for less, whatever it is. Like, I, and no disrespect, you know, like, cool. Like, that's what you want to do. I'm not mad at you. You know what I mean? But, like, how are you going to come there on some superiority complex when you shopping at Dress for Less <laughs> with that terrible dye job in your hair that you should be directing all that smoke to your hairdresser? Whomever did that that's to you, baby, hairdresser. like, you need to go You need to go at them. That's why you upset. That's why that's you really upset because they brought you out the house looking like that. That's just me. I, don't know. I think that we need to pay workers more because they should not yes. have to tolerate this stuff. Like, That's a fact. I, I know people keep talking about the lack the lockdown making people like mentally unstable and people are going to be lashing out. But again, mental instability and anti-blackness are not the same thing and they're not, not interchangeable. Not right? You can be unstable and still not be a bigot or a racist or a homophobe or a transphobe. 100%. So like, I'm not going to say, oh, because we're so stressed out, she had to go to racial slurs. But right. I will say, we need to like pay these workers more, people working fast food, these right. store clerks, because if, if listen, if it was me, I would have slipped and fell Do and I people- would still be in the hospital right now. Do white people have like a group chat where they just exchange racist terms? Like, ooh, I found this one on Google. Let me text this to all my white friends. I thought it's on Nextdoor. I thought that's what the Nextdoor app is about. <laughs> What's that? That's that's actually an app. Yes. So I don't see. I'd be so with, behind on social media. That's not what Nextdoor is. About. Yes, it is. <laughs> what is Nextdoor? Next is, is it app like where WhatsApp? Be meeting your neighbors, right? But really, it's people on Nextdoor being like, "Oh my God, this person looks mysterious it's in black, our neighborhood." Oh my God, my who are these people so it, in our neighborhood? Yeah, it, it is racist. It's, it's like neighborhood, neighborhood watch, but on an app. 
And it's uh, like okay. I yes. I look I've looked at people's next doors, all Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, and it's literally just like anti-blackness. Like, oh my gosh, I saw this black man walking through the neighborhood, you know, lock your doors. Lock and your it, doors, it is, put it, your it, valuables it, away. It is it is kind of interesting because it is that you know, and particularly because everybody has rings now, you know, people put like the videos because rings, ring has its own like app called neighbors and then of course you know like a lot of times like ring is giving videos directly to the police and you know so it's it surveillance. is it's, it's, it is it is surveillance out out the mug but yeah next, it's so, so hilarious because i have my little next door and, and it's funny they be, <laughs> next door be, they be like they be like i just heard gunshots <laughs> i just heard gunshots on the hill fireworks. what's going on we need the police over there right now. <laughs> I didn't know anything about this new technology, yes, man. Yes, they go to the police behind. scanners. They go to the shot, repeat, Yo, stuff you wrong wow. all the time. It's and it, it is horrendous. It, it would, right. It would just be like, just like you said, like, well, you know, white people like to tell. They like to, you know what I'm saying? Tattle, they, man. Like, they be yeah, all, everybody they, like, they, bro, they be That's the business. only job they don't want is minding their business. That's the only job they, white people don't want. Right, and they'd be like, "There's a suspicious Some character. white people, not all. They'd be like, "They're breaking into your cars." Yeah, it's it is wild. Next door is a wild app. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and the, and when they're wrong, they don't fix it. Like when they're like, "Oops, sorry, you went to your own car, and we thought you were breaking." But there is no like, "My apology, I, my know, bad." I got a story like, online about that man. About I, I had it. I had an incident like that. A friend of mine broke down. We were cleaning out his car before the tow truck came and somebody came and accused us of stealing this vehicle. It, was, it got extremely violent. I'll tell you about it offline. Why would you wow. even bring that up? Because you, you just said something why about it. Why are you going to implicate us? People, because like, I, I told them offline, why would they be implicated in it? Why I got to know that it got violent? <laughs> Maybe home, it was a... So so you look to say so, that offline, then yes. I can like plausible deniability. I was a victim of violence. Let me put it like that. I was a victim of violence. Oh, you were the victim. Yes. Oh, you should have led with that. Yeah, well, I'll leave with that. Leave with that next time. Um, so do we want to get into okay. the call to action? What do we do we have a book? <laughs> yeah, it was you was dark. It was dark in there. Do we have I'm, a yo, uh, I'm light skinned, oh, but I'm still oh, a dark nigga. You were too dark. You were, was uncomfortable being that dark. No, I was Listen, dark. Yeah. Yeah. Was not, not I'm not going to stand for your anti light skin bullshit today, okay? I'm not going to stand for this. It's not oh, anti light skin bullshit. I just wanted to know you couldn't be black for like a dark skin black for like 30 Mother seconds. Mother, I'm wearing, I'm wearing black and I have a Malcolm X t- uh, 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 jumper on. Oh, nice up your talk, so your fam. blackness is performative. Ooh, Juneteenth. Juneteenth holiday. We're right back to I'm, there. You got listen. to. You got your Malcolm X to celebrate you know your Juneteenth. I don't think. Did, I don't hold think on, wait. Well, this is the question. No, this is the question. Did did? It's did, about did, to stir the pie. Did Malcolm X's family benefit off of that sweatshirt, my brother? They did, hundred percent. All the proceeds <laughs> went to his family. All the proceeds. Oh, that should be our family. book of the week. Read Malcolm X biography. Boom, book of the week. There we Autobiography go. Autobiography of Malcolm X. Book of the week. First of all, all and I don't know it. because y'all every week call me a bigot. So I don't like white people, light skinned people, or men. That Who's is not you? true. Who's I don't have any anti light skinned uhness, sir. I've never not. seen miracle with any light skinned people outside of one hood. So I <laughs> <think you're different. laughs> You're a lie. 
I've never seen Miracle. I've never seen you. He's about to go on your Instagram. He about to go on your Instagram and try to find. Man, listen. Try to find. She don't play no, no Drake, I mean, she, no Miguel, nothing. no Trey songs, like nothing. It ain't what they call you; it's what you answer to. And I don't gotta prove nothing because mm. I know myself, look, and look, it is look, what look. it is. That's how, that's your truth. And hey, I hear you. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just saying, I optically, optically, I hear you. You got some work to do. I hear your truth. You know, I, I let, I'm glad you feel comfortable to stand your truth. Your that's truth hilarious. is not my truth, and it's it's mm. okay. Hey. So this is so so for those people that have been watching this week with white supremacy and, you know, have been thinking like, man, I can't wait till the pandemic is over. (laughs) I can't wait till the pandemic is over. I'd actually like to meet these people in person. Well, guess what? This Friday. You what? We about to start throwing hands. Is that what you said? Miracle. No, no, no. no, no. I'm talking about the, the fans of the show. Oh, I'm excited. No, we want people to still have social standards. Yes, right, right. I mean, you know, some of the pitch. No, it's not a We'll all be at this event. And, you know, of course, we'll, you know, folks will have masks and we're going to social distance. We'll all be at this event. It's Friday. It's at City of Asylum's tent, which is on Samsonia Way. It's called Artist Liberation. We'll be featuring 15 black visual artists from Pittsburgh. Um, we'll, be, we'll have food, Caribbean vibes, food truck. You know how we get down with the Jamaican food. Shout out Caribbean vibes. We'll have performances. Brittany, Jam the Poet, NLS Ron will be performing. DJ QRX. So come out on Friday. It's free, but we are raising money for the Antoine Rose, the second foundation. So if you, let's say you're not able to make it, Still, go to AntoineRoseFoundation.com and donate to the Antoine Rose Second Foundation. Of course, for us, Juneteenth is also, unfortunately, the anniversary of Antoine's murder. Um, and so we definitely like, you know, keeping keeping his family and loved ones in our prayers. But we're, you know, and, and there's also a march for Antoine on Saturday um, and starting at, where is it? The Overlook? The so Overlook like, in Mount Washington. Um, yeah, the Overlook four. in Mount Washington from two to four. Shout out to Pittsburgh. I can't breathe for uh for, for putting on that march. But Friday, come hang with us. You can meet us in person. You know, you could get you some Jamaican food and sit and next to Miracle. If, if that's not, if that's not, no, you will not sit next <laughs> to me. I observe. I I am social. Announce yourself. Person. I am social. I awkward in person. I would look at you like I don't know you. So you would talk to Jasiri and Farouk. You'd be like, hey, Miracle. And I'll wave at you from across the way. But please do not run down on me in that way. You know, because that's awkward. That's and it's going to be awkward I'm, for both of us. Yeah. Well, don't, you know, don't run down on any of us, particularly in that environment, yeah. because, you know, we're... We're peaceful people. We don't, you know, we don't want any trouble. Um, I fall out and then I sue. So, like... <laughs> And she is a lawyer. She will, she can represent. Did you see that guy who was trying to represent himself in court? You know what? He going to jail. He's wild. Embarrassing, sir. You're just to make people empathetic to you. Now they're looking at you like you were a scary black man. Just like, yelling at the just yelling. Yelling. <laughs> just yelling. That is not getting your, that is not getting your point across. Oh, yeah, you ain't doing yourself no favors, my nigga. I said, oh, yeah. like he did it. He guilty. That's what I said. He didn't well, look, he can't even no. go from an insane defense. I mean, oh my I, at God. least, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, and is there anything else that y'all want to talk about? Say announcement. I mean, we of course on tilt tomorrow at twelve. 
Um, get your get your mental health check in on. We have Ask a Black Doctor tomorrow at seven. Um, we'll be talking about racism and and and, and mental health. Um, so tune in to Ask a Black Doctor, particularly if you have some questions. Um, and I think is that it? That's it for me. Yeah, and and just if you haven't already, go back and watch our Monday night episode of the Power Hour. We had a lot of um, Brook was on there, so if you like Brook, you can see him again. But we had a lot Clearly of people uh, like me. National... You know it's true. We had a lot of can't even dispute that. The, check out the metadata. Check out the metadata for for my segment. We'll see how, we, how we, the numbers. We we also had a great um, what Black Pittsburgh needs to know. Your boy Milton, Milton kind of went off. You know what I'm saying? Did he, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. He went in. Milton, Milton went in. Milton was talking about sleepy Negroes and these Negroes need to wake up. Like Nick, Milton ain't playing no game. So shout out to Milton, and also shout out to um, Bishop uh, 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 Chief. Bishop Magic Don Juan. Mikhail Awuna was also on the show. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, go back and check those shows out. But also, tomorrow, Miracle, tomorrow morning, we have a press conference. 10 a.m. Oh, shit, that is right. We do <laughs> 10 a.m. in front of the city-county building where we're unveiling our community vision to reimagine public safety. Um, and so, shout out to APA, Abolitionist Law Center, Take Action Mount Valley, uh, prevention point, all of the folks that that participated um, and, and community groups that participated in this. Um, and so we'll see y'all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Hopefully as well. It's a busy weekend for One Hood, y'all. You know what I mean? We uh, back, nigga. We back. We back. We outside. We outside Thanks. now. What's up? Niggas is on oh, the outside. Oh, we on the outside, bro. Yo, Say see the man them on the road, eh? <laughs> see the man them on the road. And all no, that. when you're when you're, we step, and I stepping out in new Nissans and new sneakers all summer. We can go live for the <laughs> new Nissans, new Nissans, new Nissans and new sneakers. Are you gonna red, black, and green sneakers all summer? I got red, black, and I got yeah. yo, bro, got yo, man, got enough colors. I got were they I'm made like by black owned businesses or white? Clothes? Nah, they was probably made in sweatshops, but that doesn't mean I don't work. <laughs> You know we got that. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, what is that? Wait, That's hot. Wait. What is that? That this is, is that is the community vision that we're unveiling tomorrow. Look at this. Look. You think we? Come on. We ain't doing this half. This yo. This one hood, y'all. We don't do nothing halfway. How come I you didn't see, know about this? You How see you what we doing out here? Read my read shit. Emails. You can't read. You, you can't read, read this. You can't read right. this, Farouk. But Farouk, <laughs> we'll make the audio tape version of it. You said the so big words of this shit. Don't worry, we're gonna make we're, we're gonna read make Farouk read this, and it's going to be the audiobook version. Yeah. So we will have some of these available for folks, you know, that are there. And hey, big up to Ime, you know, your mom's house. This is an Ime picture right here. He donated all the pictures. It's an Ime picture on the back. You know, Ime donated all of these pictures uh, for this report. Can I get so one Shout of out to him, because he had to do it. And shout out to Heather Hobson um, um, and, and Motor Mouth Media for also helping us put that up. Of course you can, brother. You part of one of it. Of course you can. You can get one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, I, you know, I, I'll sign it, it for but you. But there's a lot of pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign the cover. Yo. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a lot of pictures. I mean, you know, we're trying to do things. 
you know, we want to, we want to, we want to step it up. We want to do things the right way. You know, we got, and we got some more, we got another big announcement coming up. I'm not, you know, we don't want to reveal it today, but there's another big announcement coming up soon. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So soon. For the August? Not, no, nah, even before that. August is a big announcement, but even before that, we're launching something very soon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, look. We're look, launching look. so many things, y'all. Look, Listen. this one hood, like, we are Space not shows? playing. We're not playing with y'all. Um, so, yeah, so holler at us, you know, like, like again, respectfully approach us on Friday if you if you like to. We'll, we'll, we'll say we'll say what's up. We'll say what's up, you know, and we, you know, everybody's welcome to the City of Asylum. Please come out. And more importantly, you know, we'll have Black artists that have art for sale. And shout out to Mikael. I mean, he's an amazing. I was at a studio today. Amazing artist, but just an all-around good, good, good brother. You know what I'm saying? Mikael has um, digital billboards, eleven digital billboards throughout the city, uh, featuring his art, and his art is very powerful. So, um, I think that's it. That's it, y'all. That's it for me. All right. So, um, I'm about, I'm about know, to go be an actor tonight. I will see you all tomorrow morning. Oh, you you about to trial for In the Heights too? Is that? The lead yes. role, <laughs> the lead light skin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we out. Exalted, exalted in the light skin. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the sequel. <laughs> light skin and elevated. In the waffleness. In the waffle, <laughs> and you know what? Miracle gonna be behind me, supporting me. <laughs> no, she, you know for what? dancing, she's gonna be one of the <laughs> one of the actresses dancing. <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting there with the attitude. Eating some food because you know we were the nail, the hairdresser Ooh. was trying to get. Oh right, yeah. right, right, right. You know. Right. All right, we'll see y'all next week. This week in white supremacy, y'all be safe. Peace. Welcome to the whitest house. Slave souls haunt the halls when the light is out. They suck the blood of the poor and the wipe their mouth. The last gas of a world that is dying out. Welcome to the whitest house, where every room is a tomb that they lie about. Put your filthy feet on the finest couch And for the right amount, you can even buy it out